It is Tuesday, September 14th, and you're listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up, Daddy is Home, okay? The inmates ran the asylum last week, and guess what? Now I'm back, cracking the whip. I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. It's 2021. Guess what? Don't give a fuck. Ha ha. It's another episode of Will Chun Say Something Problematic and Hear About It via a text from some of his close friends. Uh, yes. Um, yes, and early. And early. Nate, please hit that beautiful, sweet music. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. I don't know how to read at that point. Yeah, not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Ladies and gentlemen, we have missed you. Uh, well, we, me, I've missed you. Um, I know Harley and uh, Matt also weren't uh, in, in fantastic attendance. Nate, I want to give a big round of applause to you for holding down the fort last week. Uh, Lord knows last time the Tuesday catch-up took a week off. They ended up taking mm, 73 weeks off, maybe. Was it probably closer to 100 weeks off? So appreciate you keeping the momentum going. How do you feel it went last week? Give us like a, a, a 1 to 10 ranking and then a three uh, like a sentence synopsis of the episode. Completely off the rails. Um, we went out of order. We had guests. We played a new game. Um, it was really not not the usual Tuesday catch-up because we were missing most of our people. Uh, Matt was in for 20 minutes um, and bailed because of something. I don't even remember. Um, Dude, but I it was so much beef. <laughs> It was a, it was a, it was an entertaining episode. It was a lot of fun, but uh, you know the feedback uh, from the people says they missed the chummy boy. You know that makes me feel good. Uh, I was sitting there, and there was a part I was like, "Hey, I want the episode to go well, but also, doesn't it feel nice when things don't go the way they should when you're not there?" You go, "Hey, <laughs> hey, maybe I am onto something." Um, but no, I, I've I've heard uh, I've gotten good reviews that said it was a fun change of pace. So I appreciate you doing it, allowing me to go be homeless in Austin for six days. Uh, big ups. Now, before we get into any of that, Matt, you said you had beef. Let's go ahead and let's get let's get this all out on the table early tonight, so we can go into this beef. episode feeling good. And I want to wake you up a little beef. bit, Matt. So who you beefing with? Serve it up to us. All of y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was in that podcast, and it was a double down day, and I had something going on. Thought I didn't, but I did. And uh, Chummy even gave the uh, the on Chumming it up. He called me out too for like it wasn't even I, like I was there. Might as well check me off. I'm like, bitch, you were still in this. You were still in the state when we recorded it. You were just not there. I was. I told you I have. I carve out a schedule where like <laughs> I, I I reserve Tuesday catch up time and I can't move it. Like it's like the only thing of my week that can't like be shuffled around. But after that, it's like comedy takes over the weeknights. So I try to do it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I probably was talking smack. I probably did. You're not gonna. Hey, it is what it is. I thought it was funny, but. I, I slizzered my way into that podcast for 20 minutes, and, I, and then I was out. I was basically a guest. You you brought your clicker to class, signed in, and then you got up and went to the bathroom, <laughs> yep. and no one saw you again. Clickers to I, class. I gave, it to, wow. I gave it to somebody else. Dude, was there not – I mean, here, can we – before we get it, is there not a dumber <laughs> system than paying like $10,000 to go somewhere and then also having to mandatorily show up at the – I go, hey, I'm paying for you to drive a Benz, you fuck. Like if I want to click in and leave this class, that's on me. I'm paying you a service. That's like paying for an entree at a restaurant, then not taking a bite. They don't charge you more because you didn't – eat anything they just like you could you could do it it's your prerogative you paid for it so stupid i used to skip so many what classes if, what if waiters had to give you a grade when you left the restaurant they go didn't really love the way that your grandma like a reverse yelp uh yeah i didn't like the way that your grandma insinuated that the restaurant was dirty or didn't like my tattoos but hey um you guys get a b plus they go because you seemed fine and um harley do you remember when we were at uh, uh, olive garden and we did the challenge where you don't tell the waiter when when they're grating the cheese onto your dish I do recall, yes. That's top-notch stuff. That that would get you an A+. Um, I don't really know why I'm going down the rabbit hole. I just the whole the whole bringing your clicker to class, showing up for attendance thing kind of spun me out a little bit. I remember going to an art history class and having to do uh, quizzes on my phone. I went, this this is a complete waste of everybody's time and money. Why are we here? Um, I don't think that about the catch-up, so maybe this is uh, a wrong allegory or a wrong metaphor. So let's... Well, no, the, the metaphor is that college isn't important, but listening to the Tuesday catch-up is. <laughs> there it is. I needed someone to bring it all yep. home. 
home. I, like I had I had a I had a, a fancy worm um, before I got on the podcast, so my uh, my brain waves are going to be a little bit off the rails, as they say. But hey, what are we going to do about it? Um, okay, so you're beefing with us, Matt, because we 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 gave you flack, but you did show up. So does that mean then you maybe beef with Harley more than us because he didn't show up at all, even though he probably could have? And he didn't even roast me, so it's like, why are you even here? Wow. <laughs> Give me one. Give me a roast at least. Come on, Harley. Harley, roast him. Roast Matt right now. Right now. Pressure's <laughs> about, on. About not being, no. about only being there for 20 minutes. <laughs> Matt, how dare you? You have no, All right, you there have we no go. dedication. Harley, are you playing right, video games while you're on here with us? No, I'm working. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is fun. That's, it's fun looking at so your chin. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, who, who are you helping? Um, all right, well, are that's you good. braiding pine cones? What is your job? Uh, you, oh, he, he turns his video out off. in the wilderness. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, hard dog. All right, so uh, what else has been going on this week, fellas? I, I miss you. I feel like I haven't talked to any of you in two weeks, and it's really it's aching on me. What's been up? I had a busy, busy couple weeks. I was in New York City while you were in Austin. Um, New York City was interesting. Uh, not for me. Um, the only thing that New York City has going for it is that none of the women wear bras, and mm-hmm. they figured out the exact amount of hot dog stands should be on every block, <laughs> and that's about two. Same with Austin right. for the number one, but the hot dog stands. That's not that's not a big Austin thing. No, I mean New York's interesting, cool city, but. Not my cup of joe. Did it smell like rat piss or just piss in general? It smelled like garbage, hot garbage. Dude, okay. There's garbage everywhere, can... literally on the sidewalk everywhere. Yeah, it's disgusting. Nighttime, there's rats scurrying everywhere. It's a gross city. Now, I've said this to Harley before. I got two thoughts here. Number one, I've said this to Harley before, and you can tell me, hey, this is a little bit genocidal, a little bit, hey, Hayden, maybe not a practical solution. I'm of the belief that when a city gets too big, we nuke it and we start over. Everyone gets everyone gets 30 days to move out and go somewhere else, and then we're going to literally blow it off the face of the planet, and then you can we can start New York somewhere in Ohio, right? Like you could do a new New York. What's the, I mean, why do we need to stick, stick it on this one mile uh, diameter slab of land that's been just raped and reeved on for 200 something years? Why can't we just make New York in um, uh, Virginia? Like why can't it be somewhere else where that's maybe a little more space to sprawl out? That's my thought. It's gotta be on the coast. Why? Yeah. Shipping. But yeah, I mean, New York is a huge port. But the thing is with New York is that <laughs> the, the half of the infrastructure. <laughs> he just yeah, Hayden, idiot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, New York. Uh, hey, 30 percent of the imports. Port. He goes, anyways. Uh, <laughs> but so but like all the infrastructure in New York City is 100 years old. Some of those buildings are 100 year old. Like the subways are gross, stinky, sweaty. It's like a dungeon. Um, and so like, I, yeah, every 100 years, take the four biggest cities, level them and start over. Um, so think of how many jobs that creates. They go, hey, you have 30 days. Uh, we've set up some uh, relocation camps. I don't know if we're going to name them that. Loose, loosely named at this point. Um, but then sponsored we, by Airbnb. Sponsored by Airbnb. Uh, they have, <laughs> yeah, it, you get a Firefest style tent. Um, and then you can choose to a, just like move and go do something. We'll even give you a little bit of stipend or something. But you can yeah. also choose to be a part of the rebuild. Hashtag the rebuild. And then you it, can come back and help raise up new skyscrapers and new pollution makers. Yes, Matt. That's how I we. Mean, that's how we came out of the the Great Depression years ago. They they leveled the last big city and then they built New York the City. The New Deal, baby. FDR said, "Hey, listen, we're everybody's unemployed. We need to build more shit." They're like, he's like, "There's just not a, there's not enough shit and there's too much people. We need more roads. We need to be able to get to Montana. We need to be able to get to North Dakota. We need bridges. We need dams because fuck water. Why do we want it to run? No, we need more. Like that's what we need. We need the new New Deal. The new New Deal." Sponsored by the Ketchup. The what is it? Raz Al Ghul. The Raz uh, Deep Cut Batman <laughs> reference. That is, uh, yeah. That was that was the plot for Batman Begins. Is Raz actually the Bane? Bane one. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was his prerogative to uh, destroy New York City because it was a, a dirty, infested, overpopulated wasteland or Gotham City. <laughs> D- day by day, wrong? day by day, I grow more in line with the villains from uh, various superhero movies. I mean, 
Thanos had a point. I called Harley there and screamed into the phone. I said, if I had the choice right now, I would have snapped my fingers like it's a jazz song. I go, why stop at half? I mean, can we can we whittle? I said, outside of a sphere of influence about about ten people, I don't care if everybody dies. I was like, I know that's a really controversial, you know, thing to say, but I mean, I feel like we have enough TV to last. We have enough movies to last. Like, I don't need any more new, and I don't need to argue on uh, Twitter or see New York anymore. I think we could just. Snap, and I get what Thanos was saying, right? Finite resources, too many people. Yeah. And then I get where Bane was saying. He said, New York is dirty. Hey, I can think of a short list of at least eight cities that I would Bane right now, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, or, or I, was at, I was at Disney on Saturday, and I was thinking that same thing. I was like, if what? I could snap away every single person who is too fat to walk but still eating a churro and a rascal scooter, I would. Yes, any Disney kid, any Disney adult, I'm sorry, uh, you see like a 27-year-old girl with Mickey Mouse ears, you just, boop, snap, it's gone, sorry. Hey, someone, uh, someone's kid is running amok and like spilling shit all over the concession stand and the fat fuck won't get up and make with their kid, hey, Oops, gone, snapped, they're out of existence. Matt, as far as my short list, it goes um, New York, Miami, Chicago. Um, I would say Dallas is pretty gross, but it can stay for now. Uh, not big enough to get rid of. I think L.A., sorry, Nate, it's got yeah. we no, need to restart cool. at this it. point. I, Portland, Seattle. Um, honestly, Milwaukee Chicago? at times. Uh, Chicago's already named Harley. They're they're high up on okay. that list. Uh, Cleveland or Columbus could both Seattle, go. Detroit. Seattle, uh, Detroit. Detroit. So, you know, it's these cities that, that grew in spite Detroit, of themselves. Detroit is basically leveled, let's be honest. That's fair. I, yeah, I feel <laughs> like let's not into an economic sense. Yeah, no, it's more so these uh, these trendy places. They're like, hmm, it's looks like a hipster. Honestly, Nuke Austin. I don't Nuke care. Austin? I, yeah, I don't care. Listen, they go, oh, it's a bar that was a house before this. I go, who fucking cares? I go, what, who's, who gives a shit? They go, there's a slide there. in it. I go, it's a three foot long slide where everybody's spilling their beer and like fucking in it i go and and you want me to think hey i want to move here because they have this that is not what draws me to a place i mean you remember we went to portland matt i mean everyone's just disgusting it just smelt and it was the beer was good but everything else was ass i mean we drove into portland and i think i drove over 18 potholes in 35 seconds i was like who i mean hey hey but they have a voodoo donut so let's you know pack it up and pay three grand in rent fuck me dude yeah, their their fast food chains have truffle fries instead of regular fries. Ooh, they go, hey, you can, yeah, you can get organic diabetes. I mean, it's just stupid. Yeah. These places are. I would, I would bane them all. You know what? You know what place is cool? Like small, small places, medium sized cities with a little bustling scene. I don't know what that means, but it feels right. Milwaukee. Milwaukee is the perfect city, I think. Well, <laughs> you have not looked at the statistics. Got, uh, no, I mean, okay, it's, besides it's some, fair, some, it's got its fair share a of a couple of things. But if you live in the nice areas, it's a perfect city. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you live in the hills, LA ain't so bad. <laughs> oh, death comes for us all. Um, so that's my list of cities that I would uh, 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 bane. Is that what it is? Bane. Fuck Redo. Start over. Yeah, bane it. Yeah, so I don't really know what was the imp- we were talking about Thanos snapping, and New York is trash. New York, yes. Yeah. Okay, Nate, continue yeah. with New York. Too many hot dog places. Thanks, Matt. That's why you're assistant to co-host. Yeah, I'm here. Honestly, I said my two cents about New York. It smelled like trash, and they had a lot of hot dogs. Um, I had some good food. I saw some really, really good comedy on Saturday night while I was there. Um. Two of the two of the people that were there just absolutely blew my mind away. My cheeks were aching literally because they were so funny. And uh, one of them was a woman, which I'm not. I know people are like, "Oh, you can't say women aren't funny," <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying it was refreshing to see a, a female comic who blew my socks off. So uh, that was really awesome. I I was so jealous. All of a sudden, I saw Gotham on your story, and I was like, "That's." Hey, that's in New York. I didn't know you went. Did you? Were you there for business or pleasure? What was the scoop? Pleasure. It was a, it was a, it was a leisure trip. You're jet setting, baby. Um, were the cab drivers exactly what like like Spider Man the movie and stuff made him out to be? Nah, they were, I only took one taxi. The rest of it was all subway, and the subway sucks. It's so dirty and loud. Gross. Any street performers or anything? Uh, yeah, I saw a guy, like, do a front flip over four dudes, and it got, like, thunderous applause in Times Square, and I was like, shit, I could do that. Yeah. That's nothing. 
The best one is when you see magic. When you see magic on the street, because they, they like a magic. I mean, Matt, I think was it with you that we saw that magician in Denver when he made the ladies uh, something like go across the street or whatever, and she fucking flipped out. I think streets like street performers don't get enough credit for the kind of shit they pull off. And hey, yeah. people don't pay to see street performers. Like when they come up and there's somebody doing something, they could easily just get involved, right, Nate? Like, what if you decided you're like, hey, we'll make it five dudes, and you stood there before he jumped, and he like the, you ruined the whole thing. Like to get people, just a random group of people to listen to you is an is an unfounded skill. Yeah, I think I think I could run a scheme where I like tell people I'm gonna do a front flip over them, or I'm gonna like levitate them over the ground upside down or something like that and i'll be like make sure to get everything out of your pockets you know phones wallets whatever purses give your purses to my assistant over here they'll keep them safe and uh <laughs> then i tell everybody to close their eyes and I, I count to five and they open their eyes and we're gone and i got a handful of iphones and wa- wallets at my disposal hey we laugh it could easily be done Oh, yeah. Mob mentality. Dude. Do you think that you, as a street performer, could convince people to kill one single person? Do you think, like, if you were, like, convincing them, you're like, oh, they're an illusion. It's, all, like, it's part of my magic trick. They're going to reappear. You could get people to actually kill somebody, maybe potentially. If somebody uh, tell them it's a fake knife and, like, demonstrate it a couple times on your hand. This is just an act, folks. Oh, this, this, this folding knife collapses my into the handle. God. Do a little slide of hand and give him a real fucking dagger. And he dagger. stabs some. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Would that not be a fantastic assassination attempt? You know that these two people that you don't like are coming. There's one guy you have to kill, and you convince the one to stab the other, and you just, poof, you're gone in thin air. Oh, my God. Assassin Dude, street pay- magic. Oh my god, that's so funny. I mean, I mean they they convinced stranger or like random people that they were invisible. Yep. So anything is yeah, possible. Yeah, true. Dude, if you if you sell it and you got somebody who like looks like my like, you know, if, if I think maybe 15 years ago my dad might have been able to pull something like that off because he didn't look like the crazy hadn't transitioned to his cosmetics yet. It was all up in his brain. And so he could have convinced you cuz he had like that friendly disposition and smile where he could sell you on that kind of idea and you'd be like, "Oh, it is a fake knife." And then I like stab Harley or something. Like he could have done that. Um, which brings me to my second point. I know we're not at money, 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 but is there a business idea there where, you know, we can uh, maybe do street magician slash assassins? And I, hear me out. It's not something we could put, like, widely out there, but we just talked about how you can convince people that, like, one knife is real, one knife's not. And so we start a service where you can hire a street magician to be on a certain corner, and he will convince someone, you know, he will convince that person that you want dead to get stabbed. You know? can, can I tell a story about... Uh, after we vote on this, a story about dad doing essentially just that, but via sending me to school with really funny tricks to do to kids. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Well, it, listen, I don't even know if we need to vote on mine. I'm just saying, I think there is something here. People here's the people always say that you can't get away with murder. I think dumb people just don't have the filter on their brain to like understand how to plan the murder. Like it's always these crimes of passion or like dumb people. I think if any of us four or five, including Jake, decided we wanted to kill someone, we could get away with it. Not to put that on a documented I'm sure, podcast. I'm sure but Jake's like, done it. Jake does rub me as somebody who like <laughs> has could have a very dark, dark, you know, other side where he's <laughs> killed a few people. But I mean, I don't want to say that without him here. You know, he would he would uh, maybe uh, have problems with that. It's not as fun saying outrageous things about Jake without him here. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Harley, go on. Saying how much he loves the Taliban right now just feels just feels sad. <laughs> but he no, does love the Taliban. <laughs> but he, he totally does love the Taliban. So Dad taught me this trick where you would bet someone that they couldn't like touch their hand to their forehead or something, and you they had to like curl their arm towards their face while you held it back. Oh no! You're like oh, yeah. if I'm holding this, you won't be able to touch your face, and then you would just pull your hand away. And I did it to one kid, and he punched himself so hard in the nose that he started like gushing blood <laughs> just like, like a five-year-old doing that to another five-year-old that was my first grade kindergarten trick dude that was a straight savage that kind of shit but it proves the point you can get away with just about anything you know mm-hmm. if you if you sell it hard enough um matt Not what assault if you're five that's true also that i've heard that's actually written um, Matt, what did you do in the last two weeks here? What have what's what have the Tuesday catch up peeps been missing? What have we been missing out? What have you been up to? Well, I tell you what, it's the wedding gauntlet 
Um, and I tell you what, we bailed out on a wedding this weekend, and it was marvelous. Good man, good man. Just decided you guys did like didn't RSVP no, but you were just like no, we're do- we're not going like short shortly before yeah. go time. Oh, for sure. I mean, we were supposed to be in Red Wing, Minnesota, at three o'clock on a Friday, and that is just not happening. Yeah, no. And um, so we have a wedding next weekend, and then we're bailing on another wedding in uh in two weeks. It's gonna be great. Uh, ain't nothing better than flaking, baby. There's ain't nothing better than flaking. It's a na- it's a naughty lifestyle, but goddamn it, we live it. Um, just tell them you're napping, okay? Um, Harley, go ahead. Uh, what have we been missing the last two weeks? I'm kidding, Nate. Gosh, Sorry. just been uh, just been on the grind. School year starting, so lots of work. That's why I'm still working right now. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Um, but that being said, there was a free OAR show in Hayward on Saturday, which was really fun. So went to that, had a good time, and now uh, just kind of getting in the work groove. What the heck was OAR playing a free show in Hayward, Wisconsin? COVID was rough so on it. Hey, COVID was rough know. on everybody, Matt. Okay, <laughs> you gotta, that's why people are booking like fucking you know Billy Eilish to to do Musky yeah. Fest in Eagle River or something. Like COVID, COVID affected well, he, everybody differently. They knew uh, one of the owners of a new place. It was actually north of Hayward in Cable, Wisconsin. Jesus mm. Christ. I didn't think there was anything it north of great. Hayward. I thought that you had yeah. to go over the wall. It felt like yeah. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last week when – I don't know if we were recording on this day, but we took kids camping on the first week of school, which was pretty fun. Did like an overnight camping trip up on Lake Superior. Parents are very trusting. I, was, I literally was going to say parents are trusting. I go, huh. <laughs> That's <laughs> curious. It was, it was a good group. Parents don't give a fuck. No, nah, dude, that's the real. That's the last true Americans up there. Um, Matt, <laughs> you, <laughs> I can't help myself sometimes. <laughs> Matt, and Nate, have you guys seen OAR live? I feel like I. I feel like you've told me you have. Three or not. times, baby. Do people actually throw decks of cards during crazy, crazy game of poker? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because yeah. our buddy was like, "Yeah, I fucking love OAR. Like, this is a guy who who loves a uh, trippy red and like Lil's, like he just all that kind of music." And he goes, "Nah, man, I fucking love OAR." He goes, "Crazy game of poker. I'd be out there throwing decks." He goes, "I wouldn't even unwrap them. Just fifty two to the back of the fucking head." <laughs> yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's Didn't they just stop playing it for a while because they were getting pelted think- with full decks. Yeah, I think they legitimately stopped playing it for like 10 years and then they finally like brought it back because people kept throwing decks of cards at them. And, and the Foo Fighters did the same thing because they had a, a music video with Mentos and they called them Futos. And they would throw full containers of Mentos at Dave Grohl's head like because they were playing small shows at the time. And so they, they didn't play it for like two decades. I, I love people like they're so excited uh, yeah. that like they're just so happy to be a part of something that they're willing to fucking they go, they go throw in sharp <laughs> decks of cards and trying to take out OAR's eyes Paying money to go they throw shit at somebody but the, just it was so Buying fucking tickets. funny we're in the card he's like yeah I just fucking throw un- or fully wrapped decks he goes 52 to the back of the fucking head I was like oh my god um <laughs> All right, that's all three of us, right? Of what we've been up to, three, all three yeah. of you, three of you. What have you been I, doing? I I went to uh, Austin, Texas, City of Dreams. Um, all right, I'm gonna try to give it a good appraisal. I gave I gave some Twitter thoughts about it, just because I wanted to keep, you know, I just it felt good to get them out in a journal sense. Um, big cities share a collective stench. Or can we agree on this? Like they, they, it's not quite fried food and it's not quite piss, but it's somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Be- it's like I get behind I, that. It, it just and it's Austin, I, it's like if you took that and then you put it in a smoker for ten hours. It kind of, kind of. Everything's <laughs> hot. Everything's hot. So when the when the, when you're near something good, it smells amazing, right? Because it it's like amplifies everything. But when you're near, you know, like a homeless person's encampment on the side of the road on your way to Starbucks, it is potent. I mean, it's not great. Um, so uh, weather, ten out of ten. 99 degrees and sunny, dry heat all day, every day for all six days. I don't know how you can't be skinny and happy living there, you know? 
I saw a lot of skinny dudes, a lot of dudes with six packs and tattoos. And I went, man, oh man, I need to go back to my fucking lumberjack hole up, up in the pier. Uh, Cause it's almost flannel season and get a tattoo. It's almost flannel <laughs> season, baby. Um, <clears throat> the food. Eight out of ten, way overblown. I found. I realize now. I think I've eaten enough brisket on parchment paper. I think I've reached my limit. Where it's like, at what point, mm. you know, after you have like okay brisket, everything else is just good brisket. Like you know what I'm saying? There's no. I don't leave a meal after I eat four strips of brisket and go, wow, uh, I had a culinary experience. I go, wow, I'm going to shit blood. Like it's not, a, it's not good. <laughs> so then I found a place. Go ahead, Matt. No, I was gonna say I can agree with you on that on um, brisket. Like it's really good, but I've ne- like never been blown away. But with ribs, dude, ribs. pulling the bone out, you know, doing that, it's an experience. I'm always down for it. I can I could do that every day. Dude, ribs got ruined for me. I got too stoned and uh, I was at a bachelor party and all the guys were like fucked up eating them and they were eating them like so aggressively that I was like, I can't I'll never I'll never do it again. Because I like yeah. I kinda was so high that I started thinking about like the zombie apocalypse and just like what cannibal like just it just and then I'd look up and see it like mowing on a rack of ribs and I go, I just don't think I can do it anymore. So I've I am That's far away real. from ribs. Yo, yo, yeah, oh yeah, dude. I that was one of those where uh I had to do a splash of cold water and 10 jumping jacks to get my brain back on like just to <laughs> kind of restart the motor at, at like 10 o'clock at night um but yes so in general the barbecue is decent the tacos and that kind of food like the scene of food is great there's i mean you could get anything at any time i found a place tex not a tex-mex it was like a, a barbecue mexican food fusion and I had a brisket crunch wrap. It was like the fucking greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Like everything there was like if you took your favorite item at Taco Bell, but uh, 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 married it with like the best barbecue, like very high quality barbecue. That was what's up. That 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 one almost got me to move so there, right there. Yeah. Um, and the nightlife scene was good. Could I have done maybe without you know some of the crate? Like in general, the homeless is a problem there. It's kind of scary. It's not scary. It's just a lot, right? Lucy and I got dropped off on the wrong block before uh, Kill Tony on Monday and uh, realized we were on Seventh Street, which is uh, what they say is don't go further than Sixth. And so we were on Seventh, and um, you know we're like we're ready for the show. So Lucy was all dolled up, and I hear from across the street. Is it me you're looking for? Just some homeless dudes like singing to her. So, and then this uh, young young homeless guy came up and he's like, he goes, have a good night, y'all. We're like, you too. And then we kept walking. And then I realized that we were going the wrong way and we had to turn around, which is uh, which is uh, 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 Wisconsinite for please steal all my money. We don't know where we are. Um, so we start turning around and walking and the guy goes, Oh, you guys lost. And we're like, ha not really. But yeah, he goes, where are you headed? And I was like, why did I feel obliged to answer? So I go Vulcan gas company. And he goes, Oh, I know right where that is. I'll take you there. Now at this point, my brain goes a very dark place. He goes, he's leading me to an alley. He's going to fucking kill me. He's going to, he's going to kill us. He's going to take our shit. He's going to, it'll be bad. Right. But I had my phone on me and I was watching uh, watching the GPS to make sure we were actually heading where I thought we were. Uh, but it turns out we were actually saving this young man uh, because he was being uh, um, courted for some uh, gay acts for money. And so we were his out to get out and uh, go there. And guess what? The universe doth provide. As we're walking there, he's like, I don't do gay shit for money. And then he looks down at the ground, $10 bill just laying there. He goes, that's God, bro. And he claps his hands and he was like, we're fucking rolling. I was like, that was the universe. <laughs> You know, tipping you for doing your thing, man. So for not sucking dick, for not sucking dick, and also for you know not uh, (laughs) uh, basically like listen. He could have led us like anywhere, and then just turned around with a knife and been like, "Ah, pay me or you're fucked." You know what I'm saying? Like so, for being nice, he was paid by the universe, which is a good thing. Hey, guess what? He he does not get snapped out. If I snapped Austin, I'd think of him and make sure he got saved. Wow. All the other frat dudes in orange polos, snap them away. You know, that yeah. I could go without. Um, Dude, the southern tailgate mentality pisses me off. I mean, I mean, like, just frat in general. Oh, they're so bad. I saw three dudes drinking out of their shoes. It made me so sick. It was 100 oh, degrees, shoo-y. and we're in a bar, and they're like, shoo, 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 shoo. And I look, and they're <laughs> drinking out of their sweaty new balances. I mean, I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw up. I hate them. We were like that one day. No, we, I never was that guy. I mean, I was obnoxious, but I was never, never that, that guy either. Um, we were just fun. Yeah, no, we were fun. I So, you know, was it good? Yes. Um, do I enjoy how much everything costs? No. That wasn't maybe my favorite part. But uh, we'll see. You know, more to come. Um, 
I oh yeah, I've got some things in wine or shine that we'll go over. You guys ready to wine or shine? Yeah. I'll be ready to wine or shine. Smack it. Harley, are you gonna keep your camera oh. off the whole rest of the episode or are we gonna see your beautiful face? It is time I, to wine. No, it's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wine. Harley's yeah. internet. Let's yeah. go. He was doing uh, so good, but now I think it's because he's working yeah. alongside the episode too. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to start us off with a wine or shine. The segment I love that we... I was saying it was going to help my internet. It's also storming here in Hayward right now. That's probably I'm part good. of it. Uh, Big old thunderstorm. Yep. Okay. I think we're good. What? <laughs> I know I wanted to let it that air and just see if his internet like picked up or not. <laughs> Hello? What? Anyways, I'm going to start. Second where we uh, whine about things that piss us off or shine light on things we liked. I am going to whine about skinny culture. Uh, the one thing I don't like about traveling um, <laughs> is that you go to these places, generally they're warm, so they're not used to seeing men of, you know, of the thick boy nation. Um, and men I, of stature. Yeah, these <laughs> men of men of my stature, you know, to them it's a little bit disgusting. And so I get in the back of their cars and I set off both, I set off, so Lucy and I got in the back seat of a car and we get in <laughs> and I just hear this beeping going off the whole drive and he, go, and he goes, senor, and I go, what? And he goes, it's the middle belt. And I I go, no one's sitting there. He goes, you're setting it off, amigo. And I was like, ah, I'm that fat now, right? Where I'm setting off two seatbelts for one person. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, God. Remember you had a six pack? <laughs> That's great. Dude, I do remember when I had a six pack. It's literally all, <laughs> it's all I can think about. What the fuck, man? You dude, I can tell I'm getting fat because the look of fear of people we're sitting next to on the airplanes is getting larger every flight. Every time we travel, that look of like fuck gets so palpable as you start to cross the rows into like the 20s and 30s. People go, "That fucking behemoth ain't sitting next to me, is he?" And then you, and then you go, uh, "Excuse me, I'm sitting in between you guys." Listen, I'm 23D, and they go, "They go, no, you're not." I go, uh, we, "Hey, scooch over, buddy." And then I love that I would sit down and be like, "Hey, middle guy they gets." Say, those look like more. Those look more like C cups. <laughs> hey oh yeah, they're not hey, they're not they ain't oh. small. Um I always go I, I'm a big firm believer in middle seat gets both armrests. So when a guy like of my thickness and overall heat, like I'm always just warm and sweaty, comes and takes both of the armrests, that's a that's a recipe for like a Burger King hat guy move for like uh the guy growling <laughs> and chewing on his mask. Like I get that I probably bring people there. Um also I don't I mean and to wrap this with a bow, uh, not just the Ubers, like everywhere is a skinny person culture. Like all the t-shirts are made for skinny dudes. They have like that material, you know? Mm. And, uh, you're, you're whining about you being fat. No, no, I'm whining about uh, 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 the the the, the body disc. You're the, whining the, that the world isn't built for fat people. Exactly. Uh, listen, I just I think that Austin could have been a hell of a lot more body positive and uh, fat. Uh, what is it? Fat proactive fat or something? Phobia. Yeah, I mean, listen, if they could have put their you know skinny privilege away for a few minutes and just let they a guy need like a me fat live. Activist on That's what it is. Council. I'll be their fat activist. For. For surviving a quarantine in a relationship, chum, you're doing pretty good for yourself on the weight on the scale. Uh, yeah. Well, I trust me. All the baked <laughs> goods we finally had to put an embargo. I said just no more. I was like, I don't. I we had to sit down as if I was going to turn into a werewolf. I said I'm going to start smoking a little bit more. And I said, no matter who I become, you cannot fucking feed me baked goods. I go. I don't care what I try to say to you, what I what I bargain you with, what I pay. I said, do not cook me baked goods, no matter how hard I ask. Until the next morning, you can ask me if I wanted them. I go, because it's going to be a problem. And uh, I'm right. <laughs> I become an addict. I become a full-fledged addict. I, I'll literally like be in the kitchen. I'll be like, oh, it's going to be so crazy. Maybe some chocolate chip cookies. And she's like, you told me not to. And I go, I, was, I said, no, it's really me talking. I go, it's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, I swear. I go, yeah. It's, no, I'm, I'm, ju I'm just like I was before. Um, uh, Nate, wine or shine? Come back to me, by the way. Oh. I've got more later. Okay, yeah. I'm going to whine about Disney Hardos. Yeah. Um, this is going to be mm. a bit controversial because I, I, I know a few Disney Hardos that listen to this podcast. But if you're over the age of like 15 and you love Disney, 12? that's a little crazy. <laughs> <to me. laughs> like, 
If you if you can drive a car, you shouldn't be that hyped to go to Disney. <laughs> and like I, I I saw people walking around, you know, like the I Heart New York shirts. Yeah. I saw something that didn't even make sense. It was like I Goofy Pluto, and I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> and I, we were we were walking in. And one of the girls we were with, she was like so hyped. She was like, she like looked at me. She's like, these fucking kids have no idea, no fucking idea that they're about to have the best day of their life. And I'm like, chill out. That's that's just a random child. You got put on a watch list right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's a girl, so I guess she can say that without so- sounding too insane. But uh, but people just go so hard at Disney and like I get it like I don't I just don't want to spend 80 percent of my day standing in line watching big people eat churros like is was there a the fat ride... guy in particular who ate a churro in front of you because I've heard it a few times now you're like these fat fucks <laughs> no. on rascals eating churros did something happen <laughs> there was there was one lady who I really thought that really stuck with me. She was just a monstrous. Uh, and she, she was like, she was leaning back. She had like a Gucci purse, like swinging between her thighs. And she was like leaning back and had like one hand on her, on her rascal scooter and, and, and eating a churro. Like I'm the fucking king of the world. Like loving her life. Like not churro. And I, I just could not stop laughing. I was like, come on, yo. Um, but Disney, the people just go so hard. I mean, save it for the kids. Um, it was fine. But I don't even want to go to any amusement park more than, like, once every eight years. I mean, that's all I need. Dude, Chum's talking about losing weight. I'm thinking about packing some on because that sounds wonderful. Oh, my God. Well, you because you cross the threshold of just, like, accepting that it's never going to happen. Any, like, you know? And so you basically, the world becomes a new. Like, you're the skinniest person in your new fat life. That's... <laughs> hanging on the cliff of fatness you're just as, let, let go you're as skinny as you'll ever be again like like think of the brand new thought like you can convince yourself that you're underweight you go hey i'm officially deciding that i am fat and guess what i'm the skinniest motherfucker of this bunch and they go that checks out actually you know what supersize that i earned it today oh my goodness I, you know, you're starting to sell me on it a little bit. You know how much better it sounds to just say fuck it and ride a rascal in Walmart? Like, just throw caution to the wind and wear a fanny pack that's like three fanny packs buckled together. I'm in. I think it'd be, I think it'd be a hell of a time. Also, is there anything worse than watching like teen couples or like young adult couples at those theme parks? Like, they're just like, it's, it's 103 degrees and they're like snuggling in line and you just want to, you like, there's just nothing you hate. You hate them for what they're, what they're choosing to be. Have you seen people get engaged there? Boy. No, I didn't see that, but I did see a lot of people holding hands. Actually, this is just a weird uh, thing that I noticed. The only people that I saw holding hands were lesbians. That's Not cause... a single male and female couple were holding hands. <laughs> well, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why, but that that just happened. Um, makes I'm think. going to... <laughs> <laughs> makes you think. I, I, I just, I, well, I just stomached a lot of chumming it up esque jokes, and I just went, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let the moment pass by. <laughs> Guys have sweaty hands, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shine and do a quick shine. Um, the Tuesday Ketchup Meme Factory is a bit internet famous. Uh, we had our first uh, Instagram or uh, meme made in house go a bit viral. Uh, 1.5 thousand oh. upvotes on Reddit of long nipple Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> I I saw a picture of him getting out of the bathtub and he had big nipples and I was like, there's going to be something I can do with this by making these nipples long. And then he was in the news for that ivermectin scandal. And I was like, okay, this is the ticket. So I took a little time out of my vacation, sat down with the, the laptop and photoshopped his nipples to be about two inches long. And, um, and, and, that and was may my I say, the start. that was a daunting two inches. Like, it doesn't sound like much, but boy, did it make a difference. Yeah, it's an average, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Those are huge. But, yeah, so uh, I'm pretty proud of uh, my weird brain uh, thinking it would be really funny to make the nipples longer and people enjoying that. That's how you know you have a good brain, though, like a funny brain is when, like, you're br- – like, normal people look at that and go huh big nipples and they just leave it be and you go 
I just want to make them longer. You're like, I just wish they were just like, a, I just wish they had like a, just a smidge more nipple on them, you know? And that's, <laughs> and you know, I'm going to save this for later, which is a little more psycho, but I'm, I'm proud. I had it for about a month. <laughs> I don't like before, that you before I do the time had that right. locked and loaded. I wonder what kind of nuclear yeah. shit you have going on in the in the early <laughs> meme development <laughs> stages right now. <laughs> he's got he's got he's got fucking uh, like professor goggles on and he's just tinkering with memes. He's like putting the cat meme with something else. And he's like, no, damn it. We still get DMs every once in a while from one of the uh, XXX Tentacion memes I put out, um, where it was like, if XXX Tentacion wore jeans, would he wear them like this, vertical or sideways? And it wasn't him wearing it; it was it was a coffin because he's fucking dead. Uh, and people people were in the comments like, "You can't do that. He's an American hero." I'm like, "No, no, no. He's dead. He's a uh, he was a uh, he like a woman abuser, or whatever." But I still get people like uh, seeing that and DMing us like, hey, fuck you. Oh, it's great. I mean, I remember at that point, I've officially kind of just decided I don't really care at all. Um, but I used to be like, man, he's pushing it with our pod. <laughs> like, I go, Someone's going <laughs> to fucking call the cops on our pod. Do you think um, in the new Marvel movie, Stan Lee's um, cameo is open or closed casket? Jesus. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm done whining. Can we also? Him. All right. Are we gonna? Are we gonna throw Marvel into Marble Hardos? No, we're not. Disney no, we're not. Batch? No, we're not. Because it no, is owned by Disney, is it not? <laughs> Disney no, is way more I, cringy. Oh, I want to. Like, it's That's weird true. if a guy's wearing like an Iron Man T-shirt from Walmart. I'm like, come on. Like, what's the point? What's the fucking point? But like, if you're wearing a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, I'm like, you. You son of a gun. Or like you I, psycho. Yeah, like <laughs> identifying with Moana as a twenty seven year old. Like it's just that just it just doesn't feel right. Like that you're like leaning on like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Like you don't even remember what any of those shows consisted of. Those people are way more cringy. We're gonna make a lot of people angry. A lot of people are Disney hardos. Like a surprising amount of like hey, adults like Disney. Find something else to give you purpose. It's not it's just it's not all that hey, they're just making good money off of us. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's not. They're not here to teach you any good life lessons. Okay, um, Matt Weinershine. Boy, oh boy, this is one that I hope stirs some controversy. Actually, I got two. One's not necessarily a wine or a shine, but one is. I have a major wine. Why the fuck do we dip cookies into glasses of milk and not bowls? You know that's about, uh, that's depth, a... not surface area. Exactly, you you get it's hard to reach all the way down there. If you want to like get get it so you can actually dip it in, you got to pour a full glass of milk, and then you or you got to break the, the cookie in half, and then yeah, exactly. It ruins and the whole experience. I was, like, mm. I was enlightened not... one day, and then, and I was just like, someone uh, Anna was like, well, "Why don't you just pour it into a bowl?" And I'm like, "You can do that." Well, that's like back, back when they that's back when people drink glasses of milk, which was almost more insane. Like just to just to pour yourself a glass of milk and drink it. Um, but I was I was so blown away that I was like, you could do that, and then I I, I will never go back to pouring it in a glass. I, I don't know what I was doing for the twenty seven years of my life. I think that's why mugs got created. Yeah, uh, why don't we just make convenient. a specific cookie dunking you like uh, container? That's the meant for dunking cookies. Perfect, the perfect Oreo shape size. of a cookie with your fingers too. Yeah. Well, I think we have a little chart on the back that shows like the like all the standard like Girl Scout cookie Oreo, uh, like famous yeah. Amos chocolate chip. And it like has the size comparison. It goes, it can it can dip any of them. You, you know how what? much milk you need to cover it from head yeah. to toe if you, you dunk no, your fingers. This you dunkeries. I, I'm taking this one step further. I want a glass. Okay. And then I put the cookie in just to, just to point where my fingers go and then the milk raises up to it and well, that's, that sounds like a lot that sounds like hydraulics in a cup <laughs> i think we could ma- i simple, think we could be physics we could physics. be on uh qvc though if we actually just oh. made a little the dunker glass like it's like it's just so oh, easy oh my god yeah <laughs> are your fingers getting caught in the glass <laughs> it just shows the black and white oh, video yeah. of someone just crying as their cookie like breaks and the screen turns black and white the oreo <laughs> falls in you go is that mm-hmm. not the fucking worst dude <laughs> Uh, it really man, that's is fantastic. 
apparently put it in whatever vessel you want. Who gives a shit this day? It's 2021. There's no rules. Christ. Um, second, I found out there's two types of people in this world. And um, there's those who park next to the cart corral and then those who don't. And I'm definitely one who parks right next to that sucker. Because I, when has you, when have you ever seen a cart come flying around, or or leave the cart corral and hit a car? Never happens. Why would I park a mile away from the cart corral and go walk out? Even if you get a close spot to the door, you gotta go park your cart somewhere, or you do the twelve bag carry from the inside all the way to your car, and then you can't get your keys. Fuck that. Park next to the cart corral. I if I'm I'm sold. That's what I do. I don't I, care. I, that is the most genius thing in the world because where the loosey goosey carts are, it's not by the the cart corral because if you're that close, you're gonna put it there. Yeah, no one then, no one uh, goes within five feet of it and then just stops because you know what? That's good enough. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally safest spot. I I commend yeah. you for that. You know, there's a nice breeze. I'm gonna leave this cart in the middle of the. <laughs> Dude, you would have yeah. thought that like the cart, like you said, the carts would come out of the corral and smack it. Like, like if they saw you park there, people would like <laughs> it's sprint. <the> <laughs> All I could think about is like when we were younger, my mom being like, "Don't park near there." Like we're not parking near there. And all I could think about was someone like riding their cart, like they do in the store, just into the back of the car over and over again. I was like, "Yeah, that's what oh. we're worried about here." Oh, I love you know, it. I don't know. I just I think it's worth the risk. I 100 percent agree. You're you're on it today. I want to maybe discuss I, I, more of that dunker glass uh, idea. Yeah, I I put a lot of thought into it this week because you know I'm doing some sacking. You know, ran to the grocery store, ate some cookies. You know, chum you about those cookie life I hear. Trust me, and I know. you know the I just didn't even know you could put it in a different vessel. <laughs> I know you tired. I hear you breathing heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hungry. I know you hungry. I hear you breathing heavy. <laughs> Oh man, so that's that's it. That's what I got. Car corrals and dunks, dude. I fucking love it. Um hard dog, wine or shine. Wow. Shine to you for not coming to me first for wine or shine. <laughs> it's good to, good to see the host learning, taking notes each week, just just out here growing, improving. Uh I have two wines. One okay. reminded me you reminded me of with um talking about drinking milk and how disgusting that is. And that wine is like forced wastefulness. So when we order lunches at the school, they like force us to take milk. You like they have yeah. to give you a little carton of milk, and that's just that's just disgusting. We have like literally like forty cartons of milk sitting in our fridge at the school that no one's gonna drink, and we're just gonna have to dump in like a day. Can, can big milk brainwashed everybody in the forties saying you need milk, otherwise your bones will be brittle. Yeah, they got paid off. The yeah, FDA it, got paid off. I was going to say, the, F, the, the ever-trustworthy the FDA uh, d- definitely didn't get their pockets lined to promote big milk. But, hey, I mean, not to wear a tinfoil hat, but let's just, we've, you know, hey, we've determined let's that milk, mil- hey, we've determined milk's efficacy isn't what we thought it was, but the <laughs> FDA approved it anyway. Okay. <laughs> You're so excited to do a milk bit right there. You, like, sat up in your chair. <laughs> I can hear the excitement in your voice. <laughs> that's a wine is big milk (laughs) um my other wine is the capitalist scam that is salary jobs so stupid that you could be paid a lump sum sorry for all of us who have worked or are working salary jobs i think it's just crazy uh, those salary jobs where you end up working a lot more than the allotted hours. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but but it gives you flexibility, and it's like, no, you didn't. What the <laughs> fuck? What do you mean? Yeah, flexibility to work past five p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your big thing. I go, I go. Why can't I get paid hourly with like? Because the one I had that one corporate job where it was hourly, but I got overtime. Like I was salary non-exempt, so if I hit forty, I, I would get paid more because I would clock in and out. Mm-hmm. That's the ticket, dude. Because then if I actually worked sixty hours, I better be able to prove I worked sixty hours. But like at our current jobs, they're like, no, no, no. Like no matter what you make, it, and you go, oh, so I could leave at like three o'clock on a Tuesday and still get paid for a full day, and they go, no. No, not like that. And then you go, well, can I, I can take like some Fridays off, right? If I work late on the other days, they go, no, that's not really the flexibility we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels. It's the flexibility to stay past five, like Matt said. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Corporate life is just so great. And you got gig. It's not too bad. I got a pretty good spot. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, just it's just whoever thought of that idea. That's that's the wine. There's plenty of jobs that just like have to use it because that's just the model right now. But fuck whoever thought of that. Yep. Well, they're making good money now. They're, they're hey, bet that person to get paid a salary. Um, <laughs> you know, I uh, any other wine or shines salary. Damn, <laughs> Fuck you, Nate. <laughs> is edible kicked in not that long ago, and that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna wine or shine. Um, oh yeah. Uh, my other wine is uh, dudes not being able to be fans of shit. Now, let me see if I can get there. I've been trying to figure out how to illustrate this thought. But my wine is that why do dudes get made fun of? Like, you always get called gay if you're a fan of a band, a group, or a, like a like an actor or something. Like, you, like there's no, like, you can't be like, I'm a really big 2 Chains fans. And you, like, you go and you stay front row at his concert. People would be like, oh, you fucking love him? Like, why, why don't you fucking suck his dick? And it's like, that frustrates me that, like, you, like, dudes get judged pretty hard for being fans of shit. Is that a fair wine, or does this sound not what I'm? I think to... that's pretty fair. Yeah. Never, never have I told someone that I was a fan of Two Chains, and they go, "Oh yeah, you're gonna suck dick." <laughs> okay, you're oh, I'm gonna cut out half of it. I'm saying, let's take for example, um, Hayden OAR. loves the Notebook. I love no, no, no. no. I'm thinking more. Okay, I'm thinking more music. I'm thinking more like bands. Like I go, oh, uh, I'm a uh, Harley. You're a huge fan of OAR. You'd probably have some Am like I anxieties know? in the back of your head. Okay, <laughs> love that we're playing along for this. <laughs> okay, go, go on. Go nope, on. it's too late. Now the now the now it's leaving me. All right, next no, no, one. No, all right, all right. I no, I know, I know what you're saying. I have some guilty pleasure like bands and stuff that I probably like would get made fun of but i i feel like if you go into it confident enough you're like no no no, they're like really good then they like if you can prove it wrong i don't know confidence is key yeah i guess i'm just saying like people with even bands they really like like feel weird like being like like I think uh, females have the benefit of the doubt of going to the front of the concert and like screaming lyrics and like being excited and no one bats an eye. But like if I was up there, my fat ass just like <laughs> like singing along and jumping, people would be like, what is his fucking problem? You know, I think everybody needs to be able to be a fan at an obnoxious rate. I don't want to be just sports. It can't just be just sports. All right, I can get behind this. What about us dudes who yeah. like music, not sports? You know, what about us? We're forgotten. Um, Supporting dudes. Dudes, podcast. dudes building up dudes. Uh, next wine <laughs> is uh, sports fans. Um, I thought that football season coming back would make Twitter a more bearable place, but it has done quite the opposite. Uh, Packer fans in particular, actually, honestly, sports fans on Twitter slash like old people in comments on Facebook, like the amount of just bullshit that happens after one loss, you just get annoyed. Like I was just sitting there watching my phone with how my like people get so wrapped up in this shit that it ruins their entire Sunday. Can you imagine waking up Monday morning and like someone asks you how you are and you're genuinely worse because the Packers lost yesterday? I just (laughs) they go, they go, how you doing? I go, I just this Packers loss. It's really gotten me. It's like it's just it feels it feels like a lot to me. Am I wrong? Last year, last year, the when the Packers lost in the playoffs, that gutted me. You get uh, one day playoffs, you get like a three day. That got me. Yeah. Uh, But everything else, you gotta suck it up. It's just a sport. It's literally a game. You know. Yeah. You know what? Take your sports loving ass and go listen to some music. Become a fan. There you go. That would help you. Because I think I just get so annoyed when they're like, Rogers just wants to be doing Jeopardy. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, just get, go get a hobby. I just like to, to take to Facebook to vent that out after um, is ridiculous. Uh <laughs> I don't know. And then I had one uh, shine, which was meeting like like quick friends. Have you ever like been out in public and you like meet a like like a similar couple or a similar person or a similar friend group and you go, oh, we're instant friends. And like the rest, like you can basically hang for the rest of the night. You find your crew real quick. Um, we had that happen in Austin. We were at the concert and then there was like a, a younger couple like around our same age and we like hit it off with them and then ended up like drinking with them that night and then meeting them out uh, the next night. Um to, to hang out a little bit more. I'm like, they're good friends. Yeah, see, Matt goes gay. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> Making friends also. <laughs> also That's in pretty gay. Realm. 
No, that is tight. <laughs> Making friends, gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you made fellas, friends. Is it gay to make friends? Question. <laughs> oh my fucking god! All right. Um, do we have a money, 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 or people's court? I got a money, no. money, money. All right, let's do just the money, money, money. I'm so stoned. All right, hit it. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, let me. Uh, <laughs> I gotta play the music, don't I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Money, money, money. Right about half, I think I was like halfway through a sentence and my brain just, just turned off at one point. <laughs> yeah, Alright, this is a segment where we make people some money. The sharks are sitting around the table. Nate, what do you got for us today? Hi, Sharks. You may remember me from billion, nay, trillion dollar ideas like whopoopmypants.com, the Tarbucks cart cup, and a few other amazing ideas. Dude, that's a throwback. That was yours? <laughs> you did the Tarbucks cart cup? Possibly. I don't remember. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but enough. Uh, <laughs> enough. Okay, okay, okay. Let me pose a question. From the top. From the top. Let me pose a question. What's the worst part about using a USB thumb drive? Losing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, disconnect. Correct, it. Chum. That's exactly right. Uh, so plugging it in. Uh, you always <laughs> take uh, three Third tries time. to plug it in. <laughs> You plug it in once, it doesn't work. You turn it around, you plug it in again, it doesn't work. You plug it in three times, it works. So I'm proposing a USB thumb drive that as soon as you get close to the USB hole, it quickly spins 180 degrees, so you get it right on the first try. Why, the fact why, that you and Harley in sync said three is just burned in my memory. <laughs> I don't understand why you saying USB hole just sounded not right. USB hole. <laughs> That's what we're going to call the, the product, the USB hole. That's what we should call the episode. The USB the hole USB finder. USB hole. Oh, my God. The USB hole it. finder. Actually, that's fucking yeah. great. And, and for that, I'm in. Oh, yeah, Nate, you've got me as an investor and customer. Amazing. That's easy. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Holy shit. Perfect. Well, I'm glad I have you guys on board, and we will find some b-holes. <laughs> All right. Um, final thoughts around the table. Uh, Harley, go f- ahead. Uh, great to be back on the cast with the full crew, minus Jake. Hopefully we get him back next week. Um, tomato people, you're awesome. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, and the USB hole coming to a store near you. USB hole finder. <laughs> USB hole finder, correct. Yes. Correct. Uh, Nate, final thoughts. Dippin' dots suck. Uh, whichever one of you bought whopoopmypants.com can eat shit and die. Um, that's our <laughs> idea. That's our idea, and you, you are a terrible human being. Uh, that being said, I love you all, and we'll see you next week. God. Uh, was that domain like available when we before we made that episode? Yeah. Yeah. So one of our own oh, people just shit. decided to fucking just cuck us? Yep. <laughs> one of our own tomato people stole oh. our billion, nay, trillion idea, dollar idea. <laughs> oh, God damn. Whopoopmypants.com. Matt, final thoughts. I mean, it's just a shame. Uh, I hope they're building the website and they just hand it over to us. Um you know, dip your cookies in whatever thing you want. Bowl, Tupperware. <laughs> and that's a metaphor for life, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a metaphor for life. Right b-hole. There. In a b-hole, you know, whatever whatever life gives you, dip it. Um, <laughs> dip nuts do suck. And uh, we do have a Patreon ceremony, but I'll do it next week. All right, we'll get to the pa- uh, Patreon ceremonies next week. My final thoughts are... Uh, Austin, Texas, uh, TBD on the move, um, but it is on my short list for the 10 cities I would nuke off the face of the earth 2021 edition. Will be updated in 2022 after further traveling. Um, I 
had a lot to say in my final thoughts and the minute it became my turn i lost everything i'm pretty high so i'm gonna go pick apart the plot of friday night lights and uh fall asleep so that's what i do when i when i get high (laughs) watch tv and i pick apart the plot (laughs) i haven't enjoyed a show high in five years um i I do friday night lights (laughs) plot reddit threads <laughs> i run the message <laughs> board called lila garrity is a hoe uh, <laughs> a- 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 oh my god uh we have a patreon and we're gonna be doing a merch order patreon.com slash the tuesday catch-up right i think so okay and then the merch You'll order will have details out uh soon um man it was good to be back you this has been a tuesday catch-up one two three